Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I'm your host, Marcus Engel. This is the podcast where I slash we teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Hey, we want to thank everybody who is continuing to interact on social media with the podcast. If you have any questions or uh, topics you want us to cover, etc., please feel free to throw those out there into the uh, into the Facebook universe and the YouTube universe, and we'll try to get to those too. So today we wanted to talk about uh, we, we, we titled this session "Public Service Compassion," and I was thinking about this right. So I have done a lot of travel in my life. You have done a lot of travel in your right life, right? That's very true. Yep. And in the last week, I've been on, uh, last week and a half, I guess, I've been on three different trips. Uh, leave out again tomorrow for another two-city tour before we come back home in a week. That's my schedule. That's how much we travel. But almost all of our travel over our 15 years of marriage, uh, and even mine before that, is domestic. I mean, we've been to Europe, Europe a time or two. We go to Mexico every once in a while, Canada every once in a while. But primarily, we stick in the States. So that's where I feel like my perspective, my perspective is somewhat naive, maybe. Maybe not naive, but uh, limited. Let's say that, limited. And if you have never been outside of the country, especially into nations that are still developing, that might have infrastructure problems, et cetera, et cetera, you may not know how good we have it in the U.S. Do we, as Americans, complain about things in our country? Sure. We've got a lot of things to complain about. Do we also have things to celebrate? Sure. And the government has always been an easy target. It's always been an easy target, right? People can always complain since the beginning of time. Man, these politicians aren't doing anything for us. You, you, know, <laughs> you do a good old man I know, voice. I know. I've got a lot to look forward to, don't I? I tell you. <laughs> I tell you. My grumpy old man voice. I learned from my dad, who's the quintessential grumpy old man. It's his favorite, <laughs> favorite movie of all time. He loves to think that he is one of the characters in that movie. So... Why do I tell you this? All right. We complain about the government. We get tired because the other side is attacking us or we're, or the other side feels like they're being attacked. And, and I get all of those things. But what reminds me that we live in a very great place is the simple fact that when we step outside of our home, there is not garbage all over our streets. There's not, uh, there's not constant car wrecks because we actually have a light system and, and rules of the road, traffic laws. Um, when I go to the bathroom in my own home, I don't have to worry that touching the water in the sink could get me sick, right? These are some of the privileges that we have in a developed nation that other nations would find so absolutely luxurious. It's something that keeps me uh, not trying not to complain, right? Trying not to complain because even in America, the poorest of the poor in America still have an ability to have their needs met, right? And so I don't want to complain about the government 
and I don't want to complain about how uh, things are the way that they are. One of the things I find so beautiful about our country, and I still, uh, I still, I, I almost have to pinch myself, and you're going to laugh at this. I almost have to pinch myself when I think about garbage service, waste management, trash removal, right? We take our garbage out to the street once a week. Some guys come by in a truck and take it away for us. That's so great. Our backyard is not filled with trash. Our backyard is not filled with empty containers and rotting food and whatever else you throw in the waste. I love that. Um, that ability that we have to have a clean country, a clean city, because of our public services. And yet people in public services, especially like garbage men and those types of folks, might not get the nod of recognition that they deserve. So you recently, on the lovely social media of nextdoor.com, you recently told me about a story from some of our neighbors about the garbage men in our neighborhood that I thought was so sweet and kind that it deserved to be, this story deserved to be told on the podcast. So, you remember what this story <laughs> oh, was? I, I very much do because I got a little super ex overly excited about it, I think. Um, and by overly excited, you mean you cried. <laughs> I got a little teary, I guess yeah. I did. Um, one of our neighbors was saying that... Uh, he ran out. We have a really good nextdoor.com. I know some people don't. We have a really good nextdoor.com. But um, one of our neighbors was saying that he ran out on garbage collection day and um, waved the guy down and said, Hey, I've got a chest of drawers that, I, that is broken that I need uh, thrown away. Can you take it? And the, uh, the waste management guy said, Yes, I'll take it. But large collection day is on a different day if you put anything out. Those guys will come take it, anything large. But, you know, let's go get it. And he went in and helped him take it and threw it in the in the bin. And he said, well, I don't have any water, but I'll give you a soda. So he went and, um, and got a soda for all the guys in the truck. And um, he said, I just want to tell you how good our collection guys are. And the people started writing in saying what they do for the collection guys. And um, one of them said, yeah, I, t I always have waters for them. And I always give them waters. You know, they're working in 100 degree heat, you know, 90, de 90 degree heat, 100 degree heat. And one guy said, you know, I buy them lunch once a month, mm -hmm. you know. So he runs out, grabs food and brings it back to the neighborhood <laughs> so they can have a hot lunch uh, while um, they're on the job. You know, the, the, the ways that they take help take care of them in the in the hot Florida sun. Um, while they're doing things and you know my little kids love watching them come by and they'll stand and and wave to them and the guys will honk and and be kind to their little kids so they can watch because we've automatic arms that come and and do the do the things and how they're always so cute with their little kids and it was just so sweet to watch how the neighbors participate with with the um the guys and how the guys react and are always engaged with the neighbors um, in a way that I didn't know because truthfully I'm not usually up at seven in the morning when they come to our street. Um, and but, it was just so touching that it's a mutual uh, kindness that they do. And um, it just really 
blew me away that this whole uh, synergetic thing is happening that I didn't know about. Um, and I think sometimes when we, we think about nice things like this, and it's not that nobody has ever thought of it before. It's just actually stopping and going and doing what you can in the moment, right? I think most people at their very core are nice. I think most people at their very core are nice. But sometimes we just need a reminder. And that, that discussion on next door, what do you bet that those guys are getting more bottles of water and more food and more cold sodas yeah. and stuff like that because one person said what they do and we just needed that oh i just needed that little prompt oh, i'm gonna to go, go get do water myself now. right no, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do this now and then the next thing you know we got wolfgang puck showing up in the <laughs> in the front driveway cooking up a storm i've got uh, breakfast i'm doing breakfast monday yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but it does it's inspiring <laughs> to see what other people have done and if you've never thought about that well, hey, guess what? You're thinking about it now. You're saying that's so kind, that is so sweet and compassionate. What can I do, right? What can I do to match this kind of compassion and to be that, uh, to be that person who sees what others need and then tries to help provide that? Right. Or maybe for a different industry, mm. it just makes your, your brain go, okay, hmm, that's true. They work in the heat. Uh, who else is working in the heat? The cable guy. The cable Air guy. Air conditioner repair people. The, Lawn the, people. Right. It's, you know, it's, it, there's so many jobs right, that are out in the sun. I even think of like a cable repairman. Well, I'm not going to give him any money. The cable companies are I'm not going to give him any money. Sorry. I'm not going to give him a water. The cable company's ripping me off. No. No. It's just a human being. It's just a human being. This person's hot. Give him water. It's not that hard. <laughs> Not that hard, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Just Absolutely. takes being in the moment, uh, being considerate, thinking about ways to be thoughtful and intentional with our actions for those in our community. Not just those in our house, not just those that we're friends or relatives with, not just the people that live on both sides of our house, but the entire community. When we are focusing our efforts on making the community a more welcoming and inclusive place, Guess what? It doesn't just benefit the community, it benefits us. That's right. right. It's we, it benefits us. When we are kind and compassionate to other people, it also comes back to us. Absolutely. Taking care of one another. Taking care of one another. And isn't that kind of the heart of compassion? No. Right? Yeah. Taking care of another person who has needs who has some type of vulnerability, some type of pain, whether that's physical or emotional, and then responding in a way that helps ease those individuals' pain. It's not that hard, right? It's not rocket surgery, but it's something we often might need a reminder to just look around and look for opportunities of people who are suffering and how we can reach out to those individuals. Yep, if we all do something, then things get done. I'll do something and things get done. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for joining The Hotness Eye for this episode of Compassion and Courage. This is the podcast where we teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Again, I want to thank everyone who is subscribing and sharing and rating and 
all those kind of social media interaction things. We will see you next time on Compassion and Courage. Thank you.